If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Tonight, the controversy pitching 400,000 seven-day Adventist church members against the Electoral Commission over the 7th of December general elections. The church is demanding a change in the date, and they want they cannot separate their civic responsibility to vote from their religious commitments. Is the Sabbath of thy Lord. If it were mine, I would decide on what to do with it. But it's God's. And he says on this day, don't do this or do this. So that's where the conflict comes up. And that's why we think that if there's anything that can be done to change the date, it will help our members. We tell you about the petitions they filed with the Electric Commission, the Attorney General, and with Parliament. But we also tell you why the proposal. Uh, it's also pitching the Seventh-day Adventists against the Catholic Bishops' Conference. As they say, the demand is not only unnecessary, but the Adventists should find a compromise. This one I'm saying that they have no case. Why should they argue that because Saturday is their day, so it should be brought to Tuesday? I think we just have to tolerate about some of this and make provision because we are not going to spend the, day, the whole day voting and we don't also spend the whole day in church or in the mosque. This is Top Story with Evans Mensah. And Top Story is always brought to you by Vodafone. There is religious controversy tonight that is pitching 400,000 Seventh-day Adventist church members against the Electoral Commission for the 7th of December general elections. And there is a lot to explain here. The controversy is brewing uh, on this issue. And the Seventh-day Adventist church say they cannot separate their civil responsibility to vote uh, from their religious commitments. Now, the church in separate petitions, first to the Electoral Commission, and we've confirmed that they have indeed sent this petition to the EC. The EC has confirmed receipt and another one to the Attorney General. The Attorney General says they're yet to receive that petition. 
demanding also the parliament steps in with a constitutional amendment. The Electoral Commission is also telling us they are yet now to consider the, the details of this petition. But the Seventh-day Adventists say that this year's election should be moved from the conventional December 7th because the date falls on Saturday, which will conflict with the Sabbath, a holy day dedicated to the worship of God. Now, the church says the first or second Tuesday of December will be more convenient to promote inclusive democracy. Well, we've been speaking to the church in an exclusive interview with Joy Nusis Blesesoga, the Women's Ministry Director at the Seventh-day Adventist Church, Southern Ghana Union Conference, Solis Asafo, explained that it is the hope of the church that elections will not be held on any religious day in Ghana. Absolutely, and that's a problem. That's a problem for us. Um, in 1996, Ghana, 7 December fell on a Saturday, and Adventists were torn between going to church and voting. Admittedly, religion and politics are two very uh, passionate uh, items. So when you ask somebody to choose either or, you create a problem if they want both. And that's why it's a problem for Seventh-day Adventists who vote. We, don't, we are not a people who don't vote, we vote. And so we want to vote. So to uh, have December 7, 2024 being a Saturday poses a big challenge to us especially for those who do not want to go against their religious convictions and yet also want to vote for their candidates. Uh, voting is a civic responsibility. Honoring the Sabbath is a godly responsibility. That's how we see it. Um, as enshrined in the Ten Commandments, he says you have six days to do all your work, but you have to rest on the Sabbath day. And you know, uh, sometimes people don't understand but in that commandment, it says that the Sabbath day is the Sabbath of thy Lord. If it were mine, I would decide on what to do with it. But it's God's. And he says, on this day, don't do this or do this. So that's where the conflict comes up. And that's why we think that uh, if there's anything that can be done to change the date, it will help our members. Uh, and now we know that you've sent your petition to the Electoral Commission detailing your concerns and what it is, the challenges you have about uh, December 7th and the need to either move the date to November or try and get uh, a date that will not be a Saturday. Have you taken any other step to raise your concerns to the state and to put across your demands? I think. We've started as a vote advocacy since 2021. Um, in, December, uh, in 1996, the initiative to have a change or have some special dispensation started rather late. So we left it to members to decide whether to vote or not. So with that as a background, we thought that let's start it early. So in june 2021 we actually had an appearance with the president of the republic and placed before him our concerns so he also raised the constitutional issues that may come up and the steps but obviously gave his support because uh, his government or no government will want to deny its citizens 
the right to vote. Then in December 2021, there was opportunity for us to present a memo to parliament, which we did. Also reiterating the same points, asking for a date change. We followed that up subsequently by writing to the Electoral Commission in February last year, indicating or making a proposal for a change. What we were proposing was not for a definite a date change, but we were proposing a day. So we proposed in our submission to the EC the first uh, Tuesday or a Tuesday in November or December of 2024. Now we did this uh, against the background that in our recent past, 2011, there were attempts, there were recommendations that there needed to be uh, some election day changes. In uh, 2015, the commission, the late Atamils put together, also made recommendations. Our Transition Act also advocates for an election day change. And then in 2016, there was actually a bill in parliament, which unfortunately did not garner the majority vote, also asking for a change from December to November. But uh, most parliamentarians thought that EC could not organize an election a month earlier. So we are riding on the backs of these earlier attempts. But in our case, the difference is that or our addition to this call is that we are asking for a Tuesday in either December or November. And you had the, that interview uh, with the Director for Public Affairs and Religious Liberty at the Seventh-day Adventist Church, Ghana, Dr. Solis Asafu. Uh, in the studio with me right now is my colleagues, uh, Blazer Soga, who did an interview. He's been following up with the church on this particular matter. But also with me is my colleague, Kufiji, who has been looking at their numbers and the, the potential impact of I mean, what may happen on the 7th of December if uh, the demands are not unheeded to. But Blazer, uh, what specifically do they have grounds that they've laid in this petition before the electoral commission well uh, we've uh, also intercepted evans a document uh, purported to be that letter or petition reaching to the electoral commission signed by dr tt okran uh, who happens to be president uh, of uh, the church now i must state that the church has two uh, leadership or administrative unions the southern ghana union conference which is based in accra and the others uh, manning the church up north and their concern basically is that they point to first of all the constitutional review commission report of 2011 uh, which they say makes a recommendation for a possible change of the december 7 date to november 7 as proposed in pages 8 10 and 11 of the constitutional review commission uh, they however lay uh, their foundation on biblical principles detailing that saturday is sabbath and of course prescribes any member of this sda church from doing anything apart from worship on the said date now they also point to the need for the attorney general in this very uh, petition to possibly 
initiate the process of looking at a review of Article 112, Clause 4 of the 1992 Constitution, because it will then bring up issues of uh, possibly changing the day stipulation and the requirements within the 1992 Constitution on the timelines for the organization of parliamentary and presidential elections. Now, the church says in this petition, uh, just summarizing the uh, claims, that they recognize the fact that there are other religious groupings in the country, a reason for which they are opting for the first Tuesday or second Tuesday in November. Religiously neutral days. Precisely. So to speak. Uh, and speaking about that, uh, Islam uh, requires that Friday will be the worship day. Uh, we know that for Sunday it will be for um, uh, Christians who are not Adventist, and for the Adventist church itself will be a Saturday. So they believe that Tuesday is religiously neutral because even within Accra and other parts of the country, Tuesdays uh, have a is significance for local, you know, uh, traditional rulers where an order is made for fisher folk not to go uh, fishing and for those who farm as well, they are required not to go farming on Tuesday. So it forms part of the reasons for which the SDA church I, including believes also, that, uh, that the, these concerns must be, must be taken. The practical in. concern they raise about some of their churches are used as polling centers and some of their members actually work for the electoral commission on the day. Now they talk about the number and they um, have done some tabulation. It comes to 2,090 buildings and they Passing say that buildings. these these assets or buildings belong to the SDA church. They might either be a school building belonging to the SDA church or they are church premises which are usually um, used for electoral purposes, a reason for which they would want, you know, a holistic approach, a, a review of the election date come December 7th. And and I'm also interested in the, they mentioned actually that the Electoral Commission itself has a, 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 a reform committee report, which if you pull up, they reference that in making the argument to the Electoral Commission to change the date. It had been proposed in that particular report by the Electoral Commission that the, the elections are held for presidential and parliamentary on the 7th of November. Mm -hmm. uh, the Electoral Commission has not come round to actually implement that proposal just yet, but the seven-day Adventist petition mentions and cites that particular report and says, in, in essence, the Electoral Commission itself has been thinking mm. about changing the, the date for the uh, election. And in fact, and that's, something that uh, that's contained the, in the Electoral Commission Reform Commission report, if that's the document yes, you're yeah, referring to. Document. And uh, they conclude this um, you know, petition by pointing out also that you have the same situation happening in 1996 it did happen the church had to you know be lax about it and not giving a strict directive however they believe that uh, this will recur because after 2024 there will come a time uh, again when uh, december 7 will fall on another sabbath day which will be a challenge uh, for the mm. church and they believe that it's time to take a second look at I mean, this. And Kofi, you've been looking at the numbers uh, for us in terms of the, 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 the congregation, in terms mm. of the um, how many people worship, uh, as far as the Seventh-day Adventist Church is concerned, 400,000 we counted. Yeah. But also, some of the specifics that they've mentioned, the, the buildings that may be used for the elections, the, the number of, uh, you know, Seventh-day Adventist people who may be working for the Electoral Commission mm. who may be affected. So, as we've been finding out from the church's archives and statistics and research department and the specific number uh, of the Seventh-day Adventist church population in Ghana is 395,374. This is as of June 2022. And just as Blessed mentioned, they, they have two divisions. The southern ghana conference and the northern ghana sector of the church if you go to the southern ghana conference 
there are seven regions here and they have about 1055 churches now if you look at the population of these seven regions we are talking about at 188,650 seven-day Adventist church. Now, let's go to the Northern Ghana Union Conference, where we have the Ashanti region and other northern parts of the country. There are nine regions in here and 1,068 churches or institutions. And if you look at the population of the Northern Ghana uh, you know, Conference, this is the biggest portion of the division, 206,724. So together, we are looking at close to 400,000 Seventh-day Adventists who are currently in Ghana. You know the church does not baptize juveniles. So for you to be a member, you should be about fifth, age 15 and some, you know, significance here. Well, what about this uh, number they mentioned about, you know, the church buildings possibly being used for... Yeah, absolutely. If you look at the, the, the country, they sum both the churches and educational, you know, uh, facilities. So you look at, um, you know, secondary schools and primary schools or basic schools, totaling about over 2,000 institutions scattered across the country that usually are used as polling stations during elections. I mean, Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. As you may have noticed in the petition to Parliament and also now I want to uh, the Electoral Commission, the Electoral Commission has indeed confirmed to us that they have received this petition. The Electoral Commission, though, uh, says they, they are yet to take any decision on this particular matter. The Attorney General's Department, though, tell us that they, they have not received this yet and they don't know about this petition. But there's one to Parliament also. I want to bring in the President of the Parliamentary Christian Fellowship, an MP for Whole West, Imano Bedra, who joins us on the telephone online right now. Mr. Bedra, thanks for your time here on uh, thank, on Top Story. Thank you very much, Ivan, and uh, good evening to your cherished listeners. Also joining me right now is the Director for Public Affairs and Religious Liberty at the Seventh-day Adventist Church, Ghana, Dr. Solis Asafo. Uh, Doc, thanks for your time here on Top Story. Hello, I'm here. Good evening. Uh, great to have you on. And let me quickly clarify, uh, have you sent this petition to the Attorney General's Department just yet? Yes. Uh, if you look on the date it was submitted on the 9th of january and your sole purpose is to get the attorney general uh, to start a process in parliament to amend the constitution yes that's the proposal we are making because it's two ways it can, it can be the amendment can be put forth by the attorney general or through a private member's bill but we think that uh, going through the attorney general is the best way 9th of January, have you received a response yet? No, not yet. What about the petition you sent to the Electoral Commission? In fact, we met with the Electoral Commission in June 2023 on this same issue. We wrote to them in February. In June, they gave us an audience and they indicated to us they would consider the proposal we put before them. So we still think it's under consideration. Uh, Iman Obedra, you are a member of parliament. You also represent a caucus in parliament that uh, advances the interest of the Christian community, the uh, Parliamentary Christian Fellowship. Has this formally come to your attention? 
It has no, it hasn't come to our attention until this evening. I've not even heard of any group of Christian community uh, asking for the change in date for our election. And so this news to me anyway. Uh, maybe they've addressed it to the speaker. Speaker has not brought it to my attention yet. But now you know about it. Is that a legitimate demand? Well, Ivan, uh, my brothers from the Seven Day Adventists, uh, the whole country needs to listen to them, and then the whole country will have to take decision. Uh, if you look at the numbers that you just called, the 395,000 membership, it, it clearly shows that they have at least or close to about 1% of, of, of Ghana's population. And so it's worth listening to them and also look at the merit in, in what they've said. Having said that, even, um, you know, the date has been set uh, as per our constitution and as per the instrument brought by Electoral Commission. And our, our, our laws or the constitution in Article 63 says that at the election should be held, if there's a president and the person is rerunning, it should be held a month before the handing over or it should be held you know uh, it should not be held after four months that means that between october to december you can hold election so that handing over can be done in uh, in january uh, 7 and so the the date for 7 january has been cast in stone is set in our constitution now it is the date that we can vary that's the that's why during the the constitutional review committee they came up with a date that we should have enough time for people for for for, for you know when we are going through our transition there should be enough time for transition period that's why the constitutional review committee came out with the 7th november now the issue is not about the date of election but the day if I, if, I, if I get you right, it's a day, 30 day of election. Now, if 7th of November is also, as, as my, my brothers from the 7th Adventist are saying, if 30 day, if the 7th November is also a Saturday, does that mean that we have to shift it to another day? We should look at all these things carefully before we decide. You know, so it, it, both, both, it has both religious undertone and also we must also respect the constitution of ghana the constitution has not yet been reviewed uh, they said they are bringing bringing an amendment or this they propose an amendment to the attorney general's department they are waiting for the if, if the attorney general will listen to them and bring it to us then we'll look at it whether there's a merit in taking the amendment at all I mean, Dr. Safo, you make the point in your petition that this is, we are in a secular state. The Constitution actually upholds that particular point also. And yet, one religious body says, well, let, let's change the date because it, it, it doesn't agree with our own religious beliefs. That sounds to me like a contradiction. But then you said it sounds to you like Like a, a contradiction. It's a secular state. We, we, the date has been set. Just comply. Mm -hmm. No, no I, I don't see a contradiction. Change can always take place. And, you know, when you spoke about the numbers, it's not necessary. change must not necessarily come from the majority. In Ghana's election, 50 plus 1, so even a single vote counts. Our position is that, and as much as uh, we are entitled to our religious liberty, anything that goes contrary to our religious liberty. We must speak up about it and make proposals for a change. Truth be told, the Seventh-day Adventist Church does not legislate with members 
whether to vote or not to vote. In other words, they can go to church in the morning and and and, and turn up later and, and cast your ballots. Well, what you would find is that it's left to the individual to decide. But in most cases, and as you pointed out, if our churches and our schools are used as polling stations, some of our members are polling agents. You are in church, you have to go out, uh, <laughs> line up for hours. But, but, there, but there's provision. There's pro- it there's raises provision. a lot of uh, issues and conflicts of people. But, but that does it do. Does it do? Because it, there's a provision for you to vote early. Um, if indeed you are going to be an election electoral commission officer on the day, you, you can do the special voting and vote early. Yes, but there's no provision for if they would use your facility as a polling uh, station and whether another place will be found for you. These are the, it raises a lot of conflict. And let's truth be told, politics and religion are very sensitive things to people. And so we think that in as much as we may be in the minority. We believe that this elections and going to church should not be an either or situation. If there's opportunity and if we can be heard, let's go through the processes and let's see what Ghana thinks. I mean, direct question. So if this doesn't change and it stays on Saturday, you won't yes. vote? That, that choice will be for the individual member to either vote or not to vote. But if you look at what happened in 1996, majority of Seventh-day Adventists did not vote when the election day was on Saturday. But that's and a that's choice. That's what we want to avoid. That's a choice that you've made uh, to forego yes. that civic responsibility. Yes. Okay, stay so with that, me. Stay with and, me. I'll, and that's why the institutional body is pushing if we can have a change, finally. Uh, let me bring in Martin Kbebu uh, right now. He is a primary legal practitioner. He's also a human rights activist. Uh, Martin, there's a constitutional question here. Uh, uh, this is not entrenched. How easy it is to change this? It's, well, if you look at it, if we're given a straight answer, yes, it can be changed. It can be amended before elections because the main period, the longest period that requires some work to be done yeah, about at least four months, which is that, I'm just talking about the big ones. But Article 2991, when it's, uh, so this, so 112 that I want to amend, 112-113, they are non-entrenched. So being non-entrenched, the procedure for amending them is that when the uh, bill is published in the government, so first publication, the second publication should be made at least three months after the first. So if you publish it the first time, when we say gazette publication, it's at Assembly Press, next to Akrapoli. So that's where the government gazette is. So the publication is done there, right? Uh, well, let me change the uh, location physically, but I'm just showing where it is. You can find it in Accra. So if you publish today, make sure that the next time you are publishing is at least three months. That bill that you're going to use to amend Article 112, all right, 113. Make sure that the next one is three months. And then after, when it's taken to um, the, the procedure for it to be taken to the Council of State, and Council of State also has 30 days. Well, they say within. So, but right now we are looking at a big ticket. Uh-huh. I think Council of State doesn't finish, but within, uh, they said doesn't finish within one day. The law gives them up to 30 days. 
So, publication between the first and second one requires three months. Council of State requires 30 days, so that's four months. So, the rest of the things, that's uh, between now and uh, December 7th, so we have about 10 and a half months. The rest of the other constitutional steps can be taken within that six months. So, simple answer, theoretically, yes, but Practically, maybe they are going through. There could be some hiccups here and there. I mean, the, the constitution. I, I, I raised the point about this being a secular state. It's a secular constitution that we're around. The date is already fixed. One religious group says, "Well, because of my religious beliefs, I, 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 it affects my ability to marry both, to be religiously committed, but also exercise my civic responsibility uh, in, in in demanding this change." I, I, if I don't believe in that. And the vast majority of Ghanaians don't have a problem with this, as we've seen 400,000 Adventists do. That appears to me, if anybody attempts to change this date, you're gonna, then going to have a situation where others will come and say, but why are you changing the rules for 400,000 people? It's a secular state. Yeah. Evans, you have a point. So, you know, since it came, well, we are also thinking about it. I've been wondering whether we can do early voting for them like uh, we do for the security agen- agencies. Except that the security agencies, uh, police agencies, it puts their combined numbers. They are not up to 400,000. Uh, so let's look at it. It's just, you said, right now, we are, we are looking at the alternatives. It's one of the things we can do, early voting. You know, in the U.S. like this, they don't, do, they don't just have the elections on one day. You see, a week before, people are allowed to vote for a period, since we've copied a lot from them, maybe we can look at that early voting. Uh, early voting is one of the options. options. Uh, Except uh, that for each of the days those people are voting, what I can see is that it will bring a lot of strain on parties in opposition. You know, the truth of the matter is that when a party is in opposition, generally its sources of funding <laughs> are far more difficult. It's more financially constrained. The one in government is able to do corruption like we are currently facing the steel here and there like Kennedy Japan has said and so they are able to afford it more so practically I can see that um, when we want to do that early voting yes then it means that we can say okay the state should bear that cost because you know what Evans this brings in the matter of party financing the world bank the major institutions in the world across the uh, in the world have seen that party financing is one of the great causes of corruption. So if the state wants to absorb this cost, we can do early voting. If the state says, no, we are a developing country, we are not interested, then okay, let's do the constitutional amendment and get one single day. I mean, Inusa Fuseni uh, used to be the ranking member of the Constitutional Legal Affairs Committee in Parliament. Mr. Fuseni, where do you stand on this question? Well, uh, thank you for having me on this matter. Indeed, uh, this is a, is a very interesting matter, a very interesting development. Uh, in 2012, we were on the brink of a constitutional crisis. Uh, we had conducted about three, uh, three, two, 2008 actually, we had conducted three elections to determine our president and we were left with a very limited time uh, for the transition. So in 2014, His Excellency initiated uh, proceedings to have uh, the voting day moved to the first Friday of November. That was fiercely resisted in Parliament. So the amendment to the, uh, the 7th December date 
to move him to the first Friday of uh, November was defeated because we couldn't get two-thirds majority. That was clearly a constitutional We had thought that because of the way the constitution prescribes the way the president is to, a president is to be determined, uh, we could run into a fourth round and all, and all that. And so we needed more time and more time for transition. Now, what the SDA, Seventh-day Adventist Church, is saying is that uh, they believe that uh, Saturday, which is the, their Sabbath, uh, will not permit them to take part in the voting. And they are relying on the basis of inclusivity and participation in the elections to request dates be changed to the uh, Tuesday or uh, first Tuesday or second Tuesday of November. That will require a constitutional amendment, obviously. And uh, whether we have time to do that, whether the government has appetite to do that is another matter. Uh, they are right in demanding so because Article 21.1c of the Constitution says that every person has the right to freedom, to worship, to have freedom to practice his religion and to manifest same. And so, yes, the religion forbids them to participate or do anything other than worship their God on a Saturday. And so they might not be able to participate in the 7th December elections because it's going to fall on a Saturday. Now, if we are interested in including them, in making sure that they are included in determining the, uh, the, who becomes the president of the country, then we need to take their concerns seriously. And I've heard uh, Martin suggest that the probably early voting. That might have constraints. The security services are a, a determined uh, group. And and because they have activities on the voting day, they are allowed the uh, to vote, uh, I mean, early voting, to, to vote before the date of the elections. Uh, to compile a register of all the members of the Seventh-day Adventist Church and, and and make the register available to political parties to allow them to vote prior to the day of elections might be quite onerous. Uh, but that is not to say that that can be ruled away. We can look at that possibility. But the most obvious uh, way, if we are minded to, to think about or to consider their plea for inclusivity and participation, then the obvious route will be to amend the constitution to bring the date backwards. Yeah, I mean, and then that obviously is one thing that uh, it's going to be a subject for the Electoral Commission to consider. Um, mm. uh, and uh, Mr. Bedray, still on. Mr. Bedray, you are in Parliament. This can be one that a, a private member pursues. Is this something that you're interested in, considering that you represent the, a group in Parliament that uh, advances the cause of the Christian community? Well, even uh, I, I will not consider that private members deal. Rather, I would rather appeal to my brothers and sisters from the SDA fraternity to reconsider, because you see, as I mentioned, if, if you only have a four hundred one k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by three percent. You can do that. And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get three percent on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com/boost by April thirtieth. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. Three percent match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional. Terms and conditions, Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.